Longhorn Nation, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Fire the Cannon. I'm Rocky. I'm Megan. And tonight we have a very special guest. Y'all, we love him. You know him. He is the one and only Quan Cosby, the Longhorn legend, the man that runs the Superman play against Ohio <laughs> State. Just don't storm the court in front of them, y'all. What, Quan? No. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Quan Cosby. What's up? You know, hey, you know, I've been there before. No, I'm just kidding. Every I'm everybody kidding. loves Quan Cosby. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You're our friend, and you are always been supportive of the podcast. Thank you for joining us again, Quan Cosby. What's up, man? So good to be with you guys. Uh, you're, you're some of my favorite, and uh, yeah, man, it's always good to come here. Appreciate the hospitality and. Always Longhorn greats to talk some Longhorn sports. So yeah, I'm it. down. I love All it. right, what's well, Taco Tuesday? So we did have t- tacos for oh, dinner so tonight. Good. <laughs> I can't, man. I, I was gonna just have one, maybe two. No, no not in my sec- house. Two because I went back for seconds because <laughs> it was so damn good. <laughs> good. And so it was awesome. Thank you so much. You're to, welcome. You and, we had Taco Tuesdays, yeah. ta- tacos for Taco Tuesdays tonight. Yeah. All right, gotta love it. All right, so let's jump right in. I'm gonna start with a little bit of basketball talk, Quan. <laughs> you had a controversial tweet. My friend, you know I mean, what? Uh, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was a little bit controversial. So, <laughs> so we, uh, you know, Texas, a, a program that has, you know, is in the process of building under Chris Beard, has what I would call, and I think most would agree, a signature win against a top oh, 10 team in Kansas. Second. It's a massive win. Absolutely. Storms the court, for the right? Third, for the third time in a row. Yeah. The like, signature win against Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, Shaka won twice. Yeah, 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 he, he did. have been four yeah. if we played him in the Big 12 championship. But yeah. <laughs> so Texas storms the court. And I'm sorry, y'all. Let me strike that from the record. They stroked the court. Uh, <laughs> we're starting this trending, y'all. But uh, stroke yeah, the court. they stroked the court. So they rushed on. Quan, you, you had some thoughts on it. You care to give us a little insight on that? Yeah, man. I actually didn't know that. Um, what I said was going to be so highly um, debated, um, you know, and, and I can say this because Del Conte is a mess, and he called me today, <laughs> he called me, he was like, Q, what I'm so doing? glad you're getting the heat and not me, <laughs> but uh, talk, talking to CDC and all that, and, and, and I, clearly I'm old school, you know, so the, the whole perspective of Rushing the court, stroking the court, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the field. You heard it here first. Um, but yeah, I did hear it here first. Um, I, I'm a little bit different because ultimately, when I go back to 05, when I go back to our years, it was, and, it, and again, it's very different times, but it, it was not a surprise. We put in the work, we expect to win. And you go back to what baseball, and Coach Pierce is my dude, and Augie got to know him so well, and the many baseball guys, they said, we don't dog pile till Omaha. The last game at Omaha. The last game Absolutely. at Omaha. Absolutely. And so that's how that's kind of the standard that I grew up with. They call me old, call me old school, but that's what I grew up with. So what when I say, oh no, are we really rushing the court? That's what Baylor, Tech, <laughs> Aggies, that's what all them do. And and I and I still I don't give a damn where we are. That's what I, I that's my mindset that's because we, 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 we kicked all their butts. But um, I will say this, and, and I got a lot of heat, not that I give a damn, but <laughs> I got a lot of heat and I was like, all right, um, okay, I'll back up a little bit. Coach Beard, 
said he wants the fans down there. <laughs> That's cool. So times have changed. So kudos to basketball. If y'all want to storm stroke the court, do your thing. <laughs> no, okay. So but in bat football and baseball, do oh, not no. rush there. the damn exactly. field. In football, we will never rush the field because we are a power five blue blood. Yes. We expect to beat if when Alabama comes in this year and should we be so fortunate to handle business and beat them that night? We will not rush the field. I completely understand. So like what you were saying, Beard, beginning, beginning of the season, that's the only reason I think this is a little bit different. Yes, yeah. this is the third time in a row Texas has beaten Kansas. Um, the Which only is, reason- by the way, the first time ever. Yes. 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 It's a Bill Self Kansas yes. team. I made the mistake of omitting that small part and got still it's it's an accomplishment a blue blood been there for 19 years the man has built a legacy yes no one beats him three times no one has built beat a bill self-coached kansas team three times in a row ever until now right so when when beard was talking about building this environment this this atmosphere including the students at when at the beginning of the season when they were winning games he was calling the students down inviting them down come celebrate with us come be you know pizza parties all these things come be a part of this win um so that's the only reason i think this was a little bit different as like storming the court stroking stroking the court (laughs) was because it it had been kind of building up where when we win we celebrate together on the court as opposed to we never expected to beat this team even though we were favored at home by one one and a half no we were favored kansas was favored by one and a half no we were favored texas ended up at one point we were Texas, it, it flops around, but Texas was favored at mm. one point. But this is my other piece. Either way, either, either way, either it way it's draw. one point. Yeah, way, at that point, it's even. Yeah, and, and even just like Timmy Allen said after the game, winning at home is expected. They expect right. to, we'll to have defend. One loss at home. They expect to defend home, one. the yeah. one we were at. That they... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, hold on. Time out. Oh, we hold on, I digress. Lost. We lost the one y'all were at? Yeah, I was at a game that we lost. I was sorry. Maybe it's you, girl. <laughs> okay. let's, let's, let's Rocky, I love me some Rocky, good. but uh, I'm trying to think let's of, watch it on the TV from now on. No, but was it St. Paul? Was no, we did not lose. No, no, no. Paul. we were at Tennessee. We lost together. to a shitty game earlier in the season that I was at. Oh, and I, I went home with a loss about. for sure. Anyway, yeah. anyway, this is before conference play. Anyway, <laughs> um, the point being, yes, I understand. Like, football never. Baseball never. Yeah. Basketball, they're kind of building that yeah. atmosphere to come party with us after the win. Yeah. And that's the only reason that I, I will give it some that. grace. Beard is a longhorn through, alum, and, through. through yeah. and through. He bleed burn orange despite what the dummies at Lubbock. <laughs> I, I, I someone the and I hate to go a little bit down that road, but someone from Lubbock told me, I just don't understand. I thought he was at home. And I'm like, how kind of weird sideways dumbass logic is that the guy burnt bleeds burnt orange so mm-hmm. how about you appreciate what he created and accomplished in lubbock versus saying lubbock was his home look his home you, is austin awesome he made you feel that way I, yeah i agree listen beard first and foremost i mean he's a great coach yeah he is. he's a salesman he gets it. He understands the atmosphere. He understands what makes people feel good. And he gets yeah. people to buy into the program, right? That's part of his charm. What I am shocked by, I, I shouldn't say shocked. That, that's not accurate because we all know how fans can be out in West Texas, right? Oh, sorry, y'all. Not West Texas. Lubbock. Whatever. You're West Texas. 
we know how they can be, right? Beard elevated that program. Ain't nobody give a shit about Texas Tech basketball when Mm-mm. Tuberville was coaching there. No. Tuberville was a name. He was a flash, but ultimately they weren't winning. Chris Beard did the same thing he's doing in Austin. He came in, he got people hyped up, he built a program and got people excited about tech basketball and elevated that program to the point. I mean, he brought them to the final four. Mm-hmm. No, the championship, the championship shit. No, but nobody gave a shit about tech basketball prior to that. And, yeah. you know, and in Austin, at the time, shit, but right <laughs> at the time he was the second coming in Christ in yeah. Lubbock, right? Yeah. Then he leaves the program for his to go home literal dream job <laughs> at yeah. Going home. He comes back to his <laughs> alma mater yeah. where he had coached before. I get it. Be upset. Okay, fine. But this crazy, like I'm an ex. I'm a jilted ex and I'm tweeting through my feelings, not just that, but like going in and threatening the man, going in and threatening his family. Yeah, like, his wife. That's that, insane. That's just vulgar. Well, let's, vulgar let's take, shit. Oh, let's take it to another not level. Not just go tech. Vulgar, oh, ugly shit. That's Juan, insane. what did you hear? What did you hear happen? Well, Juan? one, I, I heard things about saying insane stuff to his wife. And, right. and that's, that's out listen, of bounds. This, this is insane. Yeah. Like that, that's not cool. And then, What's crazy about it all? So I'm. I, we we talked about my perspective on you know storming and stroking the the the, the court. <laughs> and um, last night I had tech people, and this whole you know there's a song that says you know open the DMs and all that. I got some grown ass <laughs> men in my DMs last oh, night. Oh no! From tech. Crazy. I'm like, this is where Texas and Kansas game. Why am I getting DMs from tech fans? Uh- and like this is beyond no question. This is beyond ex-girlfriend, boyfriend <laughs> stuff. Here. Shit. Like yeah. this is some like y'all Psychotic. need to y'all y'all need y'all listen. Y'all I, need Jesus. I have been to Lubbock. <laughs> there is not a damn thing to do nope, in Lubbock. Go do. to the pancake spot. Go to um Buddy Holly Museum. That's the, the museum. That was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. that was cool. Ooh. Go to um, Elegante. That's at the hotel we stayed in when we were there. Uh, it's so what you're saying suspect. is the best part about Lubbock was the hotel bar that you were staying at. I will absolutely <laughs> agree with that. When I did the radio, I usually ended my night at the hotel bar. And it was awesome. Sure. And I appreciate it. Spanky's is great. But fried cheese logs, great. Drinking at a bar with your buddies can be anywhere in the world. <laughs> you know, it, that doesn't make Lubbock great. No. Yeah, but that, so so you're right on yeah. every level. We live in Austin. We live. We're we've, we've been. We're really spoiled. Is is you can do that anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. But if it's the only thing you do, exactly. <laughs> it's the only thing you have saying. to do in the world. So and Lubbock. So that's yeah. That yeah. doesn't make Lubbock <laughs> well, any great. You know, yeah. and and we've had our experiences with football and, and tech fans. Like I don't think it's any shock that tech fans weren't going to be <laughs> open and kind. This wasn't going to be a Rick Barnes coming back to Austin sort uh-huh. of reception. The contrast. We knew right? that, right? But and Quan, forgive me for this, but and you know I loved you bits, man. You played at Texas 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. I don't sure. understand the logic of somebody who doesn't care about Kansas or te- quote unquote doesn't care about yeah. Kansas or Texas sliding into your DMs, a football player <laughs> so weird. for the university who played 15 years ago to talk trash. Oh, I, and, I don't well, and one of the logic. comments they said was like, why are you even commenting? You're irrelevant. And I'm sitting there going, cool, where are your NFL? I'm stuff? so irrelevant. <laughs> that you're your ass had nothing to do with this game. <laughs> 
and you sliding in my DMs. That's how irrelevant and, you are. Come on, man. And so, yeah, no, you're right. I, so, and y'all know me well to the point that I totally agree. <laughs> I, 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 as much as I love you, T, I can't wait to the day that, you know, Xavier Worthy, I can't mm. wait to the day that B. John Robinson or Quinn Years and all these guys are, I'm forgotten because they're so great and they won a big total championship and they won a, won a national championship. And so, yeah, man, it's, it's funny. It's, it's how it is. And going back to beard kudos, man, because he is an alum and I respect the heck out of that man. And I believe on every level, what he's trying to create from a basketball perspective. And so um, what a hell of a game. Incredible. What a game. Incredible. It was a, like the announcers were saying, there were hits in there. Like it was a football game. Oh my God. But that, yes, but no, no, no. But he as was a as, little No, he was hate, No, he was being dramatic. He was but, hate. but he was, he was trying to draw to the attention, the physicality. Like there was sure. some hits, some shoulders. There was, but it for him to physical. compare that to football, no, but... even NFL football, that's soft as hell. <laughs> uh, Jay, Jay, come on. I bro. know, but I think he was just trying to say how football. physical they were for being a basketball game they were brawling they were punching each other you know yeah no that's one thing i really appreciated you know in the second half rocky (laughs) first half was ticky tacky shit but but let me say this and i don't often or ever compliment big 12 refs Um, on any level but i will say this for this game rocky we watched the game together the first half, yeah, there was some ticky tacky stuff, but it was even cold. It was even, yeah. They were level both ways. Would it blow y'all's mind to know that at the end of the game, both teams had the exact amount of free throw tries? Yeah. What? Both 23. That's Crazy. wild but for you Big 12. What? Texas I made think them. Texas made five or six more. Yes. Wow. How much did they oh, the win game by? was won at the How much did they win no by? question. Especially at the end of the game when those when Kansas needed critical free throws, which is shocking. They them. didn't get them and yep. Texas did. Yeah, I know. That was that was shocking. No, look, yeah. and, and that negative. that's what I will say about the at least in my opinion, the refs in this game. I agree. First half, ticky tacky, second half, they let them play, but it was it, they were calling the same game for both teams each time right so i felt the refs for once the big 12 refs didn't play a factor in this game um and i agree texas man they came together they gelled rocky i gotta i gotta shout you out girl you made a comment after that really hostile environment in lubbock about you being proud of the team and this that experience in lubbock you predicted was going to bring this team together and guess what texas hadn't lost a game since i got a lot of shit from from tech fans for saying they went into a hostile environment. I'm sorry, calling the coach a pussy is to me hostile. That's not the cheering. team having to that's, hire cops to protect them during a shooting drill. Yes, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's my boy Craig, my boy yes, Craig talked Craig about that. that. Mm-hmm. In 40 Craig years, he's yeah. never had that. That's right. insane to me. Yeah, if for the first time in 40 years a team needs police security to come warm up for the game, sorry, you're not cheering for your team. You're fucking hostile right. and that's, you are dangerous. Trashy and yeah. thank God someone didn't get hurt yeah. because. You were blocking the bus for them, you know, like anyway. Um, so I was, I just made a comment. Yeah. Like, good job. I'm, I'm, I felt like coming out of tech win or lose, whatever, surviving that hostile environment was going to bring them together. And sure enough, three wins in a row against really good competition, big 12 competition. And this week, this Saturday, they get Baylor's um, at Baylor. So that's going to be, it's gonna be tough. Baylor's yeah. good. Scott Drew's done a good job. Y'all know I grew up in the Waco area, so I get that. 
interesting enough that you said that because what Coach Beard said after this game was that was a team-led game. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that, that was, was a good that, comment. That was right. a team-led game. And so I would say it's the first true team-led oh, exactly game that we've seen this year. Well. I, and, yeah. and, and we all talk about that in every sport. Your coaches get paid the big bucks for a lot of reasons, but you are at your best when your players. So I guess player-led, that's a better way of putting mm-hmm. it. Player-led win, player-led game is what he talked about. And that is special to me because when I go back to so many years of, of competition, that's we're, we're the best teams. And so, uh, yeah, man, I think they came together in every way. dude. And again, before we leave, Alan, brilliant butter yes i have a my boy, my, my, my boy um who is a big basketball fan even more than me every time alan made a shot i get a text butter and <laughs> so i was like dude the dude he's like Jimmy buckets my he's friend. making Jimmy some buckets. money yeah and that is amazing he had a hell of a game but bigger than that Ramey. defense let's dude. let's shout out Ramey for Ramey. a quick minute i i know we've got our, our basketball talk is coming a little bit it's too close, to but, end, but, but let's Ramey let's talk about Ramey for a minute. He's, his defense, defense wins championships. You know, we we talk, and I and that's funny because it was a long time ago. But there's no Vince Young scoring if we don't stop him on fourth and two. Exactly. And so defense wins championships, and so that defense versus one of the top, you know, lottery pick was just next level. And and Ramey gets all of these generalizations about who he is as a player but he was like nah i got this you know i, I was listening listening to my, my, my folks on the horn much love to all my crew i, I love that crew they, they do a great job um the new crew too rod yes. and harge shout peach, out to our uh, friends shout out to rod and harge the new afternoon show tune in but they were talking and bucky said there's a time they're playing Nebraska and they're, I forgot the, the defensive player, but Ricky Heisman trophy winner said, all I heard all week was talking about this player. He was like, give the ball to priest Holmes. I'm going to block that player. And he absolutely dominated him and they won the game and priest had a good one. So when you have those players in those situations where a player says, give me that opportunity, um, let's go get it. We'll talk a little bit later about that because, you know, Super Bowl, I think is going to factor that in a little bit more is 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 Jalen Ramsey gonna cover Chase and all these different mm-hmm. perspectives? But um, that's when you have player led opportunities and situations like that, you it, it it works out in your favor. So kudos to Ramey. He absolutely, in my opinion, I know they gave the player of the game to Allen because of points. That last shot, yeah. Ramey was the player of the game, in my opinion, because he absolutely locked down one of the best players in the country. Yeah, no, I agree. 11 points. He held him to 11, 11. points. That's 10 under his average or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, he's been bald. Yeah. Ramey was smothering. I mean, it was great. Yeah. And, and you know, again, just quickly, I think the thing that really impressed me with this win, we knew transition years are tough, right? We know what Chris Beard is trying to build in Austin. We know it's a bit of a challenge building up a Texas Longhorns basketball team, given the universities, uh, you know, what they're famous for, what, what they do well in historically. So we knew that this could be a tough year transitioning, got a lot of incredible portal players, kept a lot of key players from Shaka's teams. Right. But I think this was the first time we've seen this team previous games. We saw the talent flashes. We knew that these guys could ball, no Mm -hmm. question, but this is the first time that I really believe that I saw this team go, 
it was a selfless team. Oh, it really was. They, they've, they're figuring each other out at this point. They're learning how to play together. And we're seeing that. And listen, man, if we lose a few games early in the season, I don't give a shit. We're coming together at the right well, time. At the, the right time. It's this little thing called a process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we, we live in the day, uh, the day and age of social media and fast. We don't understand right here, the right now. We need it right, right now. Yeah. Right. No, Google never lies, of course. But the um, <laughs> we, we, there's a process to a lot of that, especially when you go to team sports. And so we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't know what the next game in Waco is going to bring. But what we appreciate in a huge game versus a top 10 team in Kansas. Who just whipped up on Baylor. No, 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 no. no, no. I just whipped up. They beat their ass by 30. Yeah, they whipped them up. They beat the brakes off Baylor. Yeah. Um, And so it just, and and it shows what the Big 12 is. It shows that this process is going to be tough because the Big 12 is so good. And we are making strides. Coach Beard is as advertised. So the haters out there saying he may not have been the guy Good Lord. It's too early Just to know. Relax. We'll know in the, the break. Yeah. yeah. Um, very similar to what we know about my main man, our head dude, Sark. Pump the brakes, man. We've He's had a hell of an offseason, and I equally believe in him like I do Coach Beard. All right. It. So, so uh, Coach Beard, we talked about, he brought in all these superstars, transfers, recruits. Like they had a, a top five, top 10 roster starting the season. Um, they're still in the top 20. They're competing. They have, they're going to be in the tournament and that's where we'll see how, when they come together at the right time. But like you said, Megan, now is the time for them to come together and, oh man, it's going to be, we're excited. It's exciting. But one team that has come together, we'll move on. One team that has come together, baseball. Coach Pierce, oh, number one. Coach okay. Expectations cannot be higher coming into as the number one ranked team in the country, Megan, I will, and Quan Cosby, you covered baseball. You played professional baseball. You're a baseball expert, Megan, massive baseball fan. So I'm <laughs> going to just listen to you guys because I'm learning. I'm learning. So I've, I've been loving it the last couple of years. Before we go forward. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Tell us. I need it. you to go to do two things. Yes. I need you to come with us to Occupy Left Field. Yep. We'll have a good time. I've hung out. I've hung out. I've drug her. I've drug her out. I know. No, no, no. I've hung out. I've had a good time out there. Yes. It is a great time. Okay. Maybe if I show up with Quan, they'll treat me a little better. Come on. (laughs) I like that. Uh, We We, love you. I wish some mother. Never mind. I would say would not. But then. Nah, they're good to me. They are great people. We'll go do that and then we'll go to a game. Let's do that. But we are ranked number one. The weather. Consensus across the board. Oh, it's across the board. As it should be. It, it, but that's rare. That's rare, right? You're saying, and look, college baseball, listen, I'm a college baseball girl. MLB, I appreciate, no doubt. But college ball just got that spark that yeah. MLB just oh, doesn't, come on right? Now. Omaha. Omaha. All the things, you can't right? touch it. It is can, next to I've nothing. been to football natties. I've been to, I've been to a lot of different games. I've been in a lot of different atmospheres. Nothing touches Omaha. It, it is a magical Ooh, place. Hold on now. Hold on yeah, now. Yeah. The 05 yes. national championship. And you're saying 05 national championship don't touch Alma? I'm saying the atmosphere consistently oh, every yeah, okay. year. So that makes sense because that's one game versus weeks and, and just right. consistency. A week yeah. and consistency. And it doesn't matter who's in the Omaha tournament. Listen, that's I, a good I try to make it a point 
to go to Omaha, to even if Texas yeah, isn't so there. That's, which, by the way, there, it's not often. Not it's there not because, often. 37 because, times, baby. Because, because we don't dogpile unless we <laughs> win the last game in Omaha. There it is. There it is. But, yes, you have a great point. You have an amazing point, actually, because I don't go to the national championship unless Longhorns are there. I went to Omaha last year for the first time, and God willing, I don't know that I want to miss another Omaha because right. it was that special. Right. And it was really cool. There was, unfortunately, the situation with COVID and NC State fans, it didn't work out. They got robbed. Oh, that was wild. Vaccinate your team. Hey, come yeah, on, man. Was, I, the, I feel that. I, I feel mean, that, that was the way to get around that rule. Yeah. That well, Kudos to a lot of their fans that still showed up. Yeah. So absolutely. their team, that happened the way it did. But a lot of their fans playing that. And clearly, it would have been really nice for their team to be there. And I'm going to be real with you. It would have been a really good chance for them to be in the mix. However. It was their championship to lose. It, it really was. No question. It really was. However, they were they were hot. Oh, understatement. Uh, hot, yeah. Which at that time, is so much of that is Momentum and, yeah. But I feel like outside of that, their fans that went still enjoy themselves. And that's why mm-hmm. Omaha is, like, is second to none 100%. because it's 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 that special whether your team is there or not. That's the argument. Look, again, I, I try to travel to Omaha, even if Texas isn't there, uh, you know, won't stay as long, obviously. But um, look, the cool thing is, oh, man, I'm going to get flamed for saying this, but I actually really enjoy Omaha the very rare occasion that Texas isn't there, it's almost kind of relieving because I don't have a schedule that I have to hold up to, right? I can buy $5 tickets to the game. I can wander in when I want, see some kick-ass baseball. Yeah. Wander out. I can't agree with you there. No, I'm saying, listen, (laughs) I am in no way saying I don't want Texas to be there. I'm saying it is enjoyable even if your team isn't there. Very true. All right, well, let's talk about why you guys think Texas will be there against this year. Let's talk about, because baseball's happening, baseball's coming. What about this team? Okay, the alumni game happened. I watched it. Can you believe I I had it on? I watched it. I saw the alumni team smoke the youngins. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about this roster. Who is exciting you? What are you looking forward to for the season? Do you predict a national championship? Uh, Texas will be in a mix. I, I honestly believe that. I do think Texas is going to make their 38th trip to Omaha. Uh, is it 39th this year? What is it? Was 38 this year? No, you know. tell me. I ran out of fingers. Way, yeah. way the f it's up real. there. But it listen, yeah, we have a ton of returning. Listen, we lost my dude leg day. We lost Antico. I know. My heart breaks. But we are loaded. Texas restocked. We are a experienced team. Um, we got Feltini coming back, your boy. Yeah, right? yeah. that's my favorite player. Yeah, we got so Ivan good. Melendez, who is. I need a some home runs. My boy from El Paso. Let's yes, go. Yes, yes. He's Hispanic Titanic. Titanic there right? it is. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. So one of the players I'm really again, our pitching staff returning is incredible. Mm-hmm. We got Sweet Pete, Pete Hansen coming back, Tanner Witt. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got some arms in the bullpen. We have got some. And listen. Pitching matters, right? We've got our guys. We've got our Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and Sunday pitchers. We've got some young guys coming in. Ace Whitehead coming in. Like he's been with the team for a year. Yeah. He's he again. We we got a lot of heat in that bullpen. We are stacked. But you know the player that I am most excited about this year? Who who? Dylan Campbell, man. Oh, his dad is all over social media. I love Donovan's it. Great. Yes, I love Donovan's it. Great. I love it. But Dylan came in. He actually played alumni game. Mm-hmm. He played for the alumni. Yeah. They needed a few fillers. Mm-hmm. 
Dylan, I think, is ready to step up into his role as a main and major player for Texas baseball. He did great when he was put in uh, different situations last year. He played an intricate part. But I'm telling you, I think he's going to have a breakout season. Q, what are you looking most forward to this year with baseball? Man, I'm I'm so many young guys, some some returning guys. You know, I which is crazy as I'll get out. I remember going to a game last year and a guy didn't care an ounce about the Longhorns, but he cared about Trulo. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. And yep. I was like, dude. And he talked to me and he's like, Trudeau is my favorite player of all time. Like, the dude was <laughs> absolutely fanboy. And I was like, wow, man, this dude's the truth. And then, of course, I live in the Northwest and I'm, because <laughs> actually, random as all get out, I'm in juice land. I'm like, man, I'm going to get a little juice in, try to eat a little better and all that. And a coach walked in. I was like, I know that man. And it was Coach Trudeau. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he invited me to his little field and he takes his little man. And so Trulo, Allen, Miller, Pierce. This coaching staff? The synergy they have, the development they have. So we talk about the guys returning and then we talk about the young kids. We we have some some guys there that can get them right. Hmm. You know, um, we we talk about Coach Beard, we talk about Coach Sark and Coach Pierce. May, probably the only coach on campus you know where Mark Texas is he uh he's my dude man <laughs> he is my dude man so uh I'm, I'm so happy for him for this preseason perspective with his humility about what this season is and his humility about starting the season consistently number one he's like you know I I crack up because I'll bring it up and he's like we got a lot of work to do oh yeah and Oh, that sounds like Mac Brown. People are you know, coming for him. Strong with you. That sounds like Mac Brown. Everyone's when coming I talk for about him, right? five year, take day, take take dead aim was our model. It was our perspective. It was the way we worked about everything. And he's like, listen, it sounds good, you know. And by the way, we weren't number one. We're number two, but we we still had a lot to work to do, and we had to try to prove Vince right because he said we'll be back. And um, <laughs> and I was a part of that, but I knew it. And ultimately. I feel an insane amount of parallels to that season. I love that. If you go back to what we did in Omaha last year and beat Tennessee, you know, Mississippi State had our number. We saw their ace every damn time. Oh, my God. The dude was good. We saw him every time. And and similar to, you know, beating Michigan, we didn't make it all the way, but we, we beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And Vince said, we'll be back. And this is not the same as Sam saying it, but um, it's amazing the the parallels I feel like we have from a coaching staff and the perspective and the humility and the development perspective that I feel like this crew synergistically can do for this team. Baseball is fun. It's, it's amazing. They're embracing it. They're working um, on every single level. Uh, so, man, it's I, the players on every they, they're going to have to play in execute and win the game, but their comfort level and how you handle this is what's real. NC State, we talked about it. COVID kind of knocked it, it knocked them out. And mm-hmm. then how you handle that piece. You have all kinds of stuff happening on campus. You have <laughs> as much as some of the crazies, and, and I don't mean that in a, a political way, COVID's not gone. You know, it's still <laughs> here. 
So how your coaching staff and your administrators and your people handle that is a big deal. Yeah. We have so many right pieces to handle all of that. Oh, that's great. And I feel like our guys are in such a good place that they're going to compete at the highest level. And the, the what could be distractions won't be because of our leadership. So I, that's where I'm at. I love that. I agree with that. So, you know, one of the things I, I mentioned Tanner Witt a little bit yeah, earlier, for sure. Um, you know, up in Omaha was talking with his family and Tanner had an opportunity to step up against Mississippi state, mm-hmm. had a rough game, yeah. had a rough game, no question, but that stuck with him. Yeah. And, and what I'm excited about, like you're talking, we've got these returning players that have the talent, but man, they got that fire and they yeah. are being coached up. You bring up Tulo and, and I love this because there are very few universities that have the history and the ability to pull in former MLB superstars to come coach. Troy, people want him to be their head. Exactly. And and we are able to bring him in, and we saw an immediate improvement with hitting. You bring Tulo in, and and I think that was amazing. Yes. I think that's the beauty of Coach Pierce. He gets it. He understands, much like Mac Brown did, he understands – managing the game as a whole I'd say some people take what mac oh he's a ceo you're damn right he is because the best ceos i've been around know that if you're the smartest man in the room you're doing it wrong right yes you need and to be delegating to experts in coach pierce he is brilliant and ironically i think he is the smartest man in the room because the smartest man in the room don't try to be the smartest man in the room right our previous football coach had that issue and so Mm. between Miller, between Allen, between Troy, the synergy is just insane. They're all on the same. Well, I'm all in. I'm going to be Megan's date to many games. (laughs) And I I did. I I will make a college baseball fan out of you. Oh, I I have fun. I go. go. It's fun. It is special. And also shout out to the women's softball team. Oh, yeah. I have season tickets to the softball and I'm going to try to take my daughter to as many of those games as I can. A lot of them are on Wednesdays when I have class, but I'm going to try to get hers to as many. So women's softball also. I will. And and I apologize to softball. I paid attention on every level and such a beast. And we had so many bombs. I paid attention from afar, but I I have to be better. And, and Kat, my girl would absolutely punch me in my stomach and (laughs) and be like, really cute. Because I I do love softball as well and, and, and have daughters. So I'm going to make some games there. I'm, I'm going to try to do both because there's a lot of games fans go to softball. It is just about the time. Baseball, baseball you can jump, jump right into a baseball jump right game. In. It's yep. a win-win. It's very similar to what we saw. Yeah, literally the basketball game the and then go to the um, alumni yep. game. Just take full advantage well, of that. Well, if there's everyone I can't go to, I'll see if you want tickets. Oh, let me know. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. take your girls. And, and again, softball always in. Listen, Mike White has done an oh. excellent job coming in bringing the talent here, competing on every level. I mean, softball has been to no regionals. To Oregon, but Austin's better. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin did Oregon before Oregon did Oregon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we, we were Oregon before Oregon so, school. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, Mike White came in. He recruited well. He brought top-level talent. Mm-hmm. We're seeing this every year that he's been here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but every year that he's been at Texas, we've made regionals and super regionals. Oh, yeah. Like this is... This is legit. You guys well want to watch some good ball? Get your asses out to softball. I love it. Well, I, and, I love the and, message. And I, I haven't been a part. Maybe y'all talked about the Sears Cup, but 
Mike White and this crew is why we won that. You Absolutely. Know, there, there's consistent, you know, Coach Brown always say, yes, we consistently get to be great. Well, winning that, that cup, which I know CDC lives, <laughs> it has a lot to do with these sports and, and Listen, why we should support them. Yeah, Texas won the Director's Cup because of women's sports. Yeah. Rowing, oh, tennis, absolutely. swimming and diving, volleyball, they all helped. They all absolutely. added those points. Absolutely. Yeah. Our women helped carry that. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll shout that out. Listen, if last year was not the football team that did it. No, it wasn't. But, <laughs> but here's the great, here's the great thing. Texas has the ability to be, to be great on every level. Y'all, if you haven't been to a softball game, you it's can, fun. You can it pick up, an and you atmosphere. will get a free T-shirt. Yes, you will. You will get one. It's what? five dollars. They, they throw out shirts, and the That's crowd good. is so control small. You know, it's a small crowd. The chances of you getting yeah. a free shirt are hundred <laughs> percent. Not just that, but listen, it's affordable. You can take the whole family. It's five dollars yeah. a ticket. Or the hell with that. Let's make it what we saw at Kansas. Let's sell it out. Let's go support. Let's go do it big. That is who we yes, are. We are Texas. Do it for all the sports. So, so I got absolutely. season tickets for the softball this year. I'm really, I'm That's pretty excited pretty awesome. about That's that. That's really cool for that. They were only like 60 something bucks for a season ticket. And how do you, that, how do you beat That's that? Right That's there. what I'm saying. That's how do you beat that? It's affordable. There's, it's affordable. It's affordable. Okay, moving right. on. So slightly less affordable. Football, Football is not affordable. <laughs> right. And my tickets got moved too, but we're not talking about it. Let's talk about that, those <laughs> tickets. No, I'm excited about this. Listen, I, 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 I got to hype this up a little bit. So CDC comes in, he gets it, right? One of my biggest bitches, not one of my biggest, but one of my big complaints that I had last year and the years before, I'm in the North End Zone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in, okay, I'll, I'll put my nose up a little. I have some fancy seats. Mm-hmm. I got chair backs. I have good seats. I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, Wait, uh, we're a little bougie on this podcast. We oh, you, all have good seats. You, you I'm more a snob, bougie. I'm a, I'm a snob about my <laughs> like but, but I get free food. So there's there's <laughs> my claim. Awesome. But here's the thing. I love me some Longhorn band. I want to dance to Wabash Cannonball. Mm-hmm. I want to jam out to Texas Fight. I want to be all in it. And I'll tell you where they had the band. You couldn't hear shit where I was sitting. Yeah. And I feel like that was a big problem. Listen, Everybody can argue with me, but I will stand by this. This is a hill I will die on. College bands create college football atmosphere. And it's part of what makes college football special. You don't have that in NFL, right? You don't have no, these especially crazy you have marching bands. And, 5, yeah, you know, man. Seats. And so when I can't hear shit from the, the band, mm-hmm. I'm upset about it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, part of the, the, the changes, Quan, that you were alluding to, we have seven home games. All right. So we are paying Ooh, we an extra premium. And we have Alabama. So and we're playing price. Alabama, right? No question. But one of the changes that CDC made, and he announced this, mm-hmm. they're moving the band mm-hmm. to the corner. To be more SEC-like. To be closer to the field. To be able to be heard by the entire stadium. Students will still get their seats close, mm-hmm. right? So they did shift. That's part of the shift that you were experiencing. Yeah, so they're they're moving the band to be heard. They're moving again. We'll keep our visiting fans way the fuck up in the outer space where they should be. That's where they should be. Absolutely, they should be across the street. I expect. I expect <laughs> they should be at dish fall watching yeah. on their <laughs> watching on their phones. Right when when I'm visiting <laughs> right. other play other other venues, I expect you to put me in the notes. Oh, for sure. Texas should do the same. So yeah, there's some changes coming in, but I think it's going to change this game day atmosphere. It's going to give that extra spark that we've been missing for a few years when they move the band from the sideline and 
shoved him over to the corner, but not facing the field. You can't hear that, man. So this so. is this is only on y'all's podcast that I talk about <laughs> me and CDC. And I only here. Did you hear that? You're that. only gonna get only Quan and Quan I'll, I'll text him. I'll text him and tell him, bro. I I told him you and him and me argue. And we do, and on every level. But I'm gonna tell you, I have to agree with you because I Bebo Boulevard's cool. It's pretty awesome. It's cool. The thing is, Bebo Boulevard is not winning us games. And so what I appreciate about this move from CDC is it's it's inside the stadium. I've I've joked with him and and and, That's a good point. and I've said a lot and and when I get really angry about football i give my two cents and he rolls his eyes but even i and i'll i'll say this i was in fayetteville you know oh. and gosh it was awful we were together that we was were. rough man and and but i text him probably after i had a few and probably shouldn't have i said well i was like well i do i was like well cdc um you know what that sucked but at least i get to go back to the DKR and uh, see salt and pepper on yes. LA, uh, you know, and Listen, and, and and ride a roller coaster. So I actually wasn't saying it; I was being facetious. You were being on yeah. every level. I yeah. was like, at least I get to go see salt and pepper and ride a Ferris wheel, and, and clearly, get stuck on the Ferris wheel. Exactly, <laughs> and so clearly he didn't like that. To be but, clear, that was on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. But, the, the, but the, you still get stuck on. But the moral of the story is it didn't affect the game. It didn't affect the game. The yeah, actual three hours in the stadium. In the stadium. Yes, and so that's to make a great point. changes and to do this that are gonna be what Beard talks about the home field advantage. Right. Right. That matters on, on every level. And, and that's that's what I appreciate. On uh, uh, what CDC Drew staff is is accomplishing, and I and 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 fans, Max said it all so well. You know, come early, you know, be loud and stay late, and wear orange, and wear Always orange, orange and wear know? orange. And so I I I I think that's where we're going again. Um, we need to get there this year, and we need to follow it into whenever that whole SEC things happens, but. I'm I'm fired up for what we, we have seven home games, a phenomenal, you know, season. I, I I go with my friends, I go with my work. Um and so you tailgate a little bit. I, I tailgate a little bit. I go by y'all's, I go by all of them, you know, <laughs> all my friends and but we have so many. Everybody great long invites ones. you to be No nah, man, be we about, just have great long ones. Just, we talk about even before I got on here, one of my good friends, Judge Maltra Court Four, judge, you know, vote mm-hmm. for her because domestic violence i'm very passionate about tell speak up say um, who clearly yeah. so they know who to vote for oh, judge malhotra vote court for for her because she's the dv judge and all that matters um i grew up with it so it's super passion of mine um unfortunately we've all had people well, dealt with it. It. yeah super scary so i go to games with her i go see y'all i mean y'all are my, my, my peeps and so <laughs> inside that freaking stadium when you go through those gates all these amazing Longhorns, y'all are. She is her her husband. Rahul, that, that we all are. That is what I, I I care most about. And kudos CDC, kudos North End Zone for focusing on the inside the stadium as yeah. much as you do the outside. Yeah. No, I love it. Listen, I, I think that's something we can agree. 
we all know Texas has had a down decade. No question. No <laughs> question. I, you're right. Not wrong. Sound, Ever so. since Quan left. <laughs> Way to go, Quan. Way to no, leave no, us no, high no. and dry. Boy, you, you, can, Colt, yeah. you, can, you can blame If blame Colt Quan, didn't get hurt that one no freaking day. No doubt. Yeah. But Ever look, since Quan left. But look, that's one thing I really do <laughs> yeah. appreciate. And and you you alluded to this. You you give CDC a hard time. You keep him on his toes. You oh, keep him honest. Yeah. No question. But I do think that he gets it on on an experience level, yes. on a culture level. And it takes a little bit to build, no question. And, and it takes a little bit to get the right pieces in place. But the hires that CDC has been involved with have been strong. Mm. And they are starting to build that culture. Again, yeah. Chris, Chris Beard, and, and you know, you talked about this a little bit earlier, Quan, and, and I've been screaming this from the mountaintops, you have to. Texas fans need to calm the fuck down for a hot <laughs> minute. We're not known for our patience, but I do believe that Sark is the right guy. Yes, oh, last yeah. year was rough. Let me say that last year was rough. Ooh. We you lose to Kansas at home. That 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 is something that should be critiqued. There's no question. I'm critiqued? not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but but listen, what I do no, I believe that's a fireable though. offense to me. <laughs> but, See, I don't agree with that because. Again, as no, I mentioned, I so it's gonna it's gonna take me a lot I to don't overcome think that. You're loss. saying Sark need to be fired. No, you know what but I mean. I think it needs to be thought of as in that is very unacceptable. It yes, is. it's part of the bottom. Or, the same it thing. is a sure. laughing joke of college football for the. It was considered the worst loss of the year for the entire Not collegiate. Considered. It was the, the worst, worst loss. loss for any team of well, college it's football. All, it's, it's what all the haters use. People right. who didn't even. We're talking about basketball, the because, and they're talking about losing talking about that. because right. it was the most embarrassing loss for any team of the collegiate season. Okay, but let me finish my thought here because I agree with that. I'm not arguing that, point. and it will never be acceptable. I'm not mm-hmm. arguing that point. What I am saying though is it does take a minute. Transition years are fucking tough. It takes a minute to build culture. Chris Beard is really vocal about how he's building his culture but he's got a plan, right? And he's following it and it's we're seeing some success. I believe that Sark is the same guy as far as strategizing, building culture and building a program. He's just not quite as vocal well, about it as Beard is. And and yeah. we see that. We hired Gary Patterson, a man that sweet God Ooh. almighty flop sweat is not my dude, but it was a smart If anybody move. knows where Texas glaring problems Correct. are that other coaches adva- take advantage of, it's Patterson. Which so, is what a humility that is yes, for Sark. Right. Exactly. Like, and but Patterson, the one game he played yeah. and he did beat him. But Patterson <laughs> knows <laughs> how to <laughs> Patterson knows how to recruit Texas. Yeah. Yes. The state of Texas. Texas. So he this knows is, defense. Again, this is a smart move. We see him, he's going after the Mannings, the the Manning families. Yeah mentor yeah and bringing him in to texas listen to me this is 3d chess yeah and that's where i look at these moves that starts making i say all right steve i see you like yeah last year sucked five and seven sucked losing to kansas fucking sucked there's no question and i'm not defending that but what i am saying is cdc had the the foresight to see what sark could bring and sark is bringing like we talked about earlier the CEO mentality. Yeah. He's not just coaching X's and O's. Tom Herman was good at coaching X's and O's. He wasn't good. He wasn't good at managing his people and having yeah. the humility to see 
where he had weaknesses. Yeah, right? I think you hit the nail on the head with that humility. And I, and I think football recruiting versus basketball is night and day, which you, you talked about. But that humility that Sark has for bringing in help, bringing in people that will help the program, I think is huge. Um, see, having the foresight of what, what sure, I, I, Quinn years came back. Let's hope he's everything as advertised, rated as much as as high as everybody, but the my man Vince. Young. Vy, <laughs> and so right. uh, that, let's let's hope he lives up to that because Vy damn sure lived up to it and mm-hmm. some. And so I, I think. To your point, you talked about chess. I think that's what football can be. I think that's what football has to be. And I think the humility that Shark, Shark shows. By the way, you cannot. And this is so, so similar to the Mac Brown era. You cannot say Steve Sarkeesian without mentioning the first lady, Miss <laughs> L'Oreal Sarkeesian. She's so cool. She's so She gets it at such a level. But going back to them, having that humility to make some changes, having that humility to pull back. My man, Rob says the, the burnt orange curtain and mm-hmm. say, okay, mm, whew, <laughs> I got into this thing. You're right. All gas, no brakes. But, um, maybe a little bit of brakes. It was all gas, gas and then all brakes. That's the problem. Well, you know what? And you know who the brakes were in my opinion. And we talk about our Longhorn faithful, not having patience. I actually think, in my lifetime of being a Longhorn, and, and we've had the most patience as a fan base with Sark in the football, as I, as, in my opinion, that they've ever had. Whew, I, Listen, uh, we went five and seven. No, I, I, I'm there with you. I, I, I cried at every game. I no, was no outside doubt. of that and, ring of patience. But, <laughs> right, but here's the thing. We, and I appreciate it. As that. a fan base, we saw people calling for his head after the first year. Oh, see, Yo, I took a break from social media. I didn't see well, that. Well, see, that's, your, that's where because you missed what, it. What I see now is what we've done in recruit. Uh, what I see now is, to, but, your, uh, to your point of Sark exactly having Exactly what Charlie Strong did in recruiting. No, I think it's different. And, and, uh, and, and I'm a Charlie Strong apologist. Higher rated I will, class I, with Charlie I Strong. I will absolutely say that. I was a Charlie Strong apologist. Um, not so much Herman, but kudos to Herman. He won a Sugar Bowl and all that. But this is where I think it, it, it's very, very different. He won different. four bowl games. He did. Four and oh. This is. He got to where, four bowl games. <laughs> even if he, <laughs> crawled, even if he crawled in there. Even if, um, yeah. When I saw this. Where this coaching staff or players, Sark has a plan. We talked about Beard having a plan. Sark, in my opinion, my day job is insurance. And I'm like, all right, how do we fill these gaps? How do we take care of this? He, from an O-line standpoint, we have Bijan and we do have a Xavier. We do have so many people. We have my man, Jay Witt. Good Lord. I am like the biggest Jay Witt hype man. Wrap him in bubble wrap. Oh what is that boy on the field? What a difference when we lost him last yeah. year. See, that's the yeah. thing. Third that people downs. That's what people Third talk about. downs. Big body being gone. 60, 70% yep. completion to big body, 30 sure to 40%. Hand, that is a massive yep. difference. So Third downs. Sorry. Phil, I mean, we have landed some monster linemen. Yes. Um, we, 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 by the way, we did this with those, with, 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 our, with, with our little brother down there paying everybody and their mama to get in town. And we still landed the class that let, we did. Let, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Q, I, I really want to hone in. Our O-line, man, we have been bitching for years that our, and our O-line's been lacking. Look, that's one thing. Yeah, Herman, right. Herman and Strong were great at recruiting specialty positions. 
and those star five-star big guys elevating that class ranking. But when it came to the fat boys and the big uglies, we didn't have shit. When they added Devon Campbell on signing day, they ended up with the the top O-line class in the nation. Kyle, I don't dance. I don't do this whole like new age dancing stuff. But I think they what they call that the gritty or whatever. Like I was like, let's we go. Old. What's the gritty? Show us. Show us. What's the gritty? I don't know that one. Show me. Hey, look at Matt Jones in the Pro Bowl. Not that anybody watched the Pro Bowl, uh, but he tried two seconds of the it. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I, I was that. That was an exclamation point to a phenomenal class because and it, it truly addressed issues. That, yes, that we and, and and on the D line as well. That's yes. what I love. That's what I love. Listen, did we have the number one class? No, but we had a great class. And the thing we that I am our the most hyped yes. about is exactly that, yes. Rocky. Exactly right. We addressed our most pressing needs exactly. and did so in a big way. It wasn't, yes, oh, we got a guy. We got a Cosme. We got a single, right? No, fuck that. We hauled in seven highly rated O-linemen. We use the transfer portal yep. to mm-hmm. our credit. Listen, we brought in Kelvin Banks, Malik uh, Agbo. We brought in, uh, shit, I'm going to, y'all, you're going to have to help me with this. Cole Hudson. Omi Yeah. Omi Zulu. Yeah. We got, <laughs> listen, Zulu. I'm, yeah. See, yeah. I'm going to have to work on that. Y'all. But Connor <laughs> like Robertson. It. And then again, we've got Hayden Connor, who I think is ready to step up into that yeah. position. Tope talked about him. Tope, who has been with the program through three what about But Tope talked about how well flood was yes yes and yes. his development in and that his short time development yes. and that's what it surprised y'all to know we're talking about we didn't have the number one class and i think a little, little, little brother's gonna figure this out when i came the first time i had a ross we had our crew we were either number one number two class yeah, i was the number one class. when i came the second time we had colt we had mokoroy we had a rackpo we had roy miller Oh, we weren't or Henry Melton. Mm-hmm. We weren't the number one class. Right. But you want to know something crazy? Hmm. 57 and six. We were the winningest class, four-year class of Texas football history. And there that is. Because you met your needs. Because we met Yes. Our yes. And so what we're talking about here, in my opinion, is exactly Agreed. what Sark did and why I'm fired up about Agreed. 2022 season. And then let's be real. Big 12 is interesting this year. So, That's what we said last year. We no, went five and seven. Lincoln, it's a Lincoln Riley this victory. The, the Lincoln Riley. It's a Gary Patterson. Yeah. It's a Baylor. And again, we, we, we always optimistic, but Baylor had super seniors galore, yes. all of that. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Campbell, by the way, Talk about falling off his high mm-hmm. horse, but that's a whole nother deal, which he should have never put his faith in Brock Purdy, but I'm a Brock Purdy <laughs> hater. I'm going to admit that. Um, we may have the most experienced team, even with Which the great. possibility of a we bring new in, quarterback. We bring in what thirty six transfers or and and recruits, thirty six yeah. new guys on the team. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. On the, it's 33 or 36. Which one is it? It's one of those. Ooh. It's going to be between 35 and 36. Yeah. After so, it's all said and done. Right. There still might be a spot or two and open. So Juan, for you to say that, look at this team. You're you're intimately familiar with what's going on behind the scenes. To bring in that many new bodies and still be able to say we are an experienced team. We have you know guys that get. They were here with Sark. They get the process. And let's go back to that player-led team oh, conversation yeah. well and you talk about certain things which is, is is weird to think about from a football standpoint but 
you have all this stuff, Let, let's go exit COVID, which you can't, but you have to. And our sure. biggest issue back in the day was like, oh my gosh, stay healthy, stay clean, don't get staffed. <laughs> but if somebody happened to get staffed, don't get mono. Don't get don't mono. Get, don't get staffed. If, if you happen to get staffed, the, the beauty of getting uh, surviving it is you have to get inside of it where you have healthy yeah. tissue. Flush it all out. Yeah. You got to flush it out. You yeah. have healthy tissues. Oh, Love you said staff, like staff infection. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said don't get stabbed. Oh. I was like, what parties are you at? No. Where the rule I mean, is no. don't you get you away. I was older, man. I he didn't go to those type of parties. I thought you said don't, get, not, don't get stabbed. I did not go to those parties. I was parties. like, I'm I let you know stabbed. there are players who've been stabbed. So. <laughs> no. We're not talking about Baylor. We're not murdering players. We're not doing all that. But don't get stabbed. Oh, staff infection yeah yes, okay getting past that is getting past the actual infection right and unfortunately you, you out, have you to get a little bit tissue. you flush all out you yep. get the tissue that's what 30 plus new players yep. is what we yes in a weird you know analogy way we, we we've had we had to get past the that and now we have healthy, in my opinion, tissue. I hear stories about the off-season workouts and they're working their butt off and the players are leading and all of that. And so I feel like that's where we're going. Yeah. And, and kudos to Sark for seeing that. And it's not a fun process because he's he, he's a Nobody coach. He's, no, no one likes that. You know, it was a tough year. And then you go into off-season at a place like a UT that's a blue blood and you're like, Woo, how would I mean? I'm sure CDC spent way more time than they needed to on the south end zone trying to figure things out. <laughs> all them I, empty seats. Oh, because I oh, all them empty which seats. That whole thing needs to get figured out, by the way. Okay, but, but here's people the are texting them, messaging them. It's all the rich folk that bought up those suites. They own the seats up there. And this is where UT fucked up. Maybe they don't need to give them so many seats per, per that's person. The Tell them separately. No. That's the problem. They're yeah. a package deal. So you buy the seats in the They were last year. They don't need to be this part year. of the suite. And yeah. so when there's and, and the booze and are on fair, the bottom level. And let's that's what Texans is gonna when, go. <laughs> when it's a hundred and five degrees outside and a hundred and forty on the goddamn field, ain't nobody gonna choose to sit in the seats. They don't when choose got, any temperature, but to that's be what, out there. but yeah, but that was a big problem. It yeah. looked empty, even though those seats were literally sold out. It looked empty. Yeah. That was bad. That on is on TV what? for Talk every field goal. Talk to your boy. All right. All right. <laughs> let's, don't listen let's wrap up. Let's wrap up the text talk real okay. quick. Way, way, way too early prediction before we move on. Really quick. Way too early. To Alabama comes to Texas. Does Texas win, Quan? Hmm. <laughs> so no. Megan. <laughs> no, no, yes or no. So, does, does Texas survive at home by one point or more? Yes or no? By one point or more? Just win. Just win the game. Does Texas win that game? I do think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah. So I, no I, Texas I, I, win. I don't know that with two games in that they're ahead of us. They, they have... Of, they were defending. I mean, they didn't win the Natty, but they were there and they have a lot of those people. Aggies back. beat them. And Aggies, I wouldn't say... This year, lost four um, ten games to crappy teams. So you know what? You're they right. rose up but and the, had a the moment. The difference is Aggies did actually have a pretty experienced team last year. But look who was their quarterback at the game. No, he was. He's mind. no Quinn Ewers. He is not. Okay, so who do you think? Do, you think? do we have that defense though? No. So All right. Yes or no? We don't know yet. Or loses. Alabama wins or loses. I don't know if we'll be ready for that one. All right. So okay. no. no. All right. What is your season prediction? I, way too early season no, prediction. Not, Nobody's, it, it, no, how many ways? I'm going to be honest. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's way too early at all. I, I think my season prediction is we won the Big 12. Oh. And I don't do that very often. 
All right. I, I'm dead ass serious. All right, Rocky. What, what Rocky, you got you got some thought. All right. So Q, Big 12 championship. I like it. He we, says we like look, it. you're saying you're saying we're gonna learn from that Alabama game and with a loss, but we're gonna exactly. go on to win the Big 12. Right. Okay, I am going off our lost Kansas at home, and I will say we still end up an eight-win, maybe nine-win team. I don't know where 35 players who are just learning a complex system are going to help us win right away, and a bunch of freshmen on the O-line. So I'm going off what my eyeballs told me last year, and it's an eight-nine <laughs> win. John Robinson, baby. It's an we eight. Gotta maximize this last year. I've been saying that for three years now. Two years. No, that this is the third. This, this, this is, is the third now. year going in that we need to use Bijan more. So I'm going to say eight or nine wins. No, we used him plenty last year, but we have Xavier. We have. I, I, I would love for us to win a Big Twelve championship. All right, Rocky. Yeah. So you're an eight eight win. Let's call it eight wins. What what kind of bowl game you think Texas makes? <laughs> I would like to be in the Alamo Bowl so I can be home that night. All right. <laughs> Hell no. All right. I'm trying to go on a trip. All right. oh, oh, trust me. I'd much rather be in Florida or California, but you know. <laughs> All right. I All mean, right. that's well, just. Like, we I appreciate We lost lyrics. to Kansas in the 10th game of the season. What was it? I just can't. Yeah, be past but psychologically, that, yeah, we that is a, a very different piece. Yeah. We were missing a lot of guys. I'm sorry, Juan, just... you could have showed up that morning and coached to win. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I don't think that was a coach's loss. I think I it was a player's either. loss. Yep. If, if by the 10th game, you don't have the players ready to go. Yeah, but that's oh, you can have you can, that's you can walk a horse through the water. Right. All you want. Uh, but that's the point. Now, I, I, I've, I've competed, at, competed as an athlete, not in G1 football. I competed as an athlete. I just don't know how you lose Kansas. I just can't get past that. My so, argument, no, I don't believe in this yet. So, you're telling me, Sark, who, in my opinion, Alabama didn't win a championship because they lost Sark is a less coach for he can't coach a team to beat kansas we have to listen this is my deal we talked a little bit about nil but this is what i'm saying we're talking a little about nil Uh we gotta quit freaking d mobile's getting paid now yeah mobos are getting paid oh we know we gotta treat them like the young men that they are Mm yeah and they gotta they have to show up uh i've said this before but uh, i i went to um a non-profit event with gene stallings and he said it's amazing i'm on every hall of fame there is but i've never gone to midfield and showed my playbook and won a game i stand on the shoulders of a lot of players so i think what coach beard said different sport but he said i'm so happy because it was a player-led win yes and i think coaching coaching it starts with the coaching though like there's levels of a development, right? When you learn, when you coach, when you teach, there's levels of development. And level one, basic, basic, basic is spewing information and expecting your learners or, or students or, or players to retain that. But then there's evolved, evolved learning, which is when they take on ownership, they take on the, the leadership, they take on the accountability themselves. I just don't know how 10 games in, there wasn't enough of that with much more elite talent to beat Kansas at home. Okay. So that's, and I will but never that's get the past issue. That. We didn't have much more elite talent. Right. And, and here's the thing. 
the thing that I you saw compare on rosters. Field, the thing that I saw on that field was the same shit that I was talking about against Arkansas. It was the same shit that I saw at OU and brought up. Then why didn't the coach fix the 10 games in? The issue is because he didn't have the bodies. And here is the That's issue. That's why we every, it out. So every Wait. other team in the Big 12 Hold had on. the bodies to beat Kansas, Hold but on. Texas didn't? Hold on. I don't believe it. Stop. Hold on. No. What I am saying no. is during that game, and I, I said this to you in private, and I'll say this shit now. Texas had players on their team that were mentally checked the fuck out. Leadership. That's not on Sark. <laughs> He's if, the leader of the team. But if a player is there. And if he is, that's a problem. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hold no, on. No, no, no. What I'm saying Hold is on. if he is the only leader of the team, that's a problem. That is a problem. Yes. And that's exactly it. They're not there yet. Right. But Rocky, How- he comes in his first year. He can't replace guys his first year. So you have players you that tell we me 10 along. games in, you can't be Candace at home. We all saw the Bo Davis rant. That was indicative of players not taking this shit seriously. That actually is the absolute best evidence of where we are. Right. And by the way, let's let's something we saw the rant players that Sark is coaching. Thought it was hard. okay to share. Are you? I try not to drop an f bomb. Drop on an f bomb, my friend. But we got all seven. Think about this: right Sark coach hard, and Bo Davis go on here and they're laughing after getting beat to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad we're talking about this because I talked to so many of my teammates Yep, and they have never commented on what Bo Davis did. Mm -hmm. All they have commented on the ass whooping that player would have gotten. Oh yeah. Pulling out their phone. Absolutely. So you're telling me Sark said, Hey, if I come in and I'm pissed off because we lost the game, record me. No, 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 no. Mentality. 10 games into the season and you haven't determined which 30 players want to beat Kansas today? That, I, I'm not yeah. saying it was okay. Listen, I'm not saying it no. was acceptable. I actually speak louder than work. It, it is a struggle bus for me to actually sit here and say, you put on that uniform and you don't want to go out and be successful. I, I can't fathom that. But the difference is you're saying that it's Sark's fault. Not, I think that's a player's fault. I'm not saying it's all his fault. I'm saying he owns it because he was the coach. At the end of the day, he's the five, six million dollar man who owns the every win and every loss. But he by the way, some that. of these guys now. So what I said was some of these players are million dollar people now. Right? Yeah, they are. There are a hundred and thousand dollar people, but it, it takes them off that. Oh, this young kid shouldn't get criticized. Bullshit. You're gonna. Right. Oh no! Now they're now. gonna get that NFL you lost criticism. The okay, yeah. so let's agree. NIL has changed the game. I think we all three differing opinions, but we can all three agree on that, mm-hmm. right? So, Q, how much of an impact do you think the NIL, the horns with heart, the pancake factory? How much of an influence did that have on Texas bringing in the O-line class that they did? And, <laughs> well, and, and first what's and foremost, your experience with that? First and foremost, you are not allowed to pay for recruiting in NIL. No, so we, we would never do such no, a thing. Oh, never would. Yeah. So, um, however, if they hear about it in the process, that's on them. Um, there's a school very close to us Social who, media who, matters, who really, so. really, yeah. really want to be us. I hear they are paying a lot right. in recruiting. Maybe and, not 30 and million. Not, no, let's be real. The hell with this. Jimbo went on this whole big rant <laughs> about, oh my gosh, y'all are so wrong. What the hell is outside of being Alabama? What has AM done to be act like they deserve the number one class? Uh they thought you got folks coming from the inner city of Pennsylvania, <laughs> of Florida. You got somebody leaving Miami 
to come to freaking college effing station. Have they ever been to college station? It, and it, 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 exactly. And, it, and once they got there, the fact that they signed that dotted line. So listen, I'm not saying Jimbo is crazy. What I'm saying is if you, um, you're a fool, if you're not right. playing the game. Right. So no, you're not using it in recruiting, but you can't control social media. So they did what they had to do. So I think ultimately the things, and, and I'm a, I was a credit of UT, like, what are we waiting on? We took too long to get mm-hmm. our feet in the water. Yes. We, or, but did we? we? We took too long. That first year was tough. I was, I thought so. And then I was like, it's funny that but I But then thought, you saw Horns of Heart come it, out. It's funny that I thought so, but I also live off a measure of, I'd rather measure 10 times and cut once sure. versus measure once and cut 10 times well and i and i think that's what we were and so yes i I think we're doing things the way we needed to be and then kudos to the coaching staff on again we talked about it earlier they're filling gaps Mm -hmm. they're not getting guys i think in the past we've got guys sounds good worked out didn't transfer whatever we had a plan and we executed it in my opinion after a five and seven season as good as it could have ever been executed i agree yeah I agree. No, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And listen, Texas, one thing Texas has done well, and, and I will say this and look, call me a homer, whatever. Oh, I'm Homer. We're all homers. But but te- but Texas, and I and I think this is an unbiased statement. Texas has done a really good job of mostly staying above board with things historically. Mostly through sure. and through. Yeah, Boy, I think we've done a phenomenal job. I got agreed. laughed at in locker rooms. From other schools. Right. Um, by the way, let's talk about NIL. I was recruited. Right. I was recruited in the Big 12. I recruited in the SEC. All NIL, in my opinion, did was take the under the table money and put it on the table. Right. Yep. And most of it, not all of it, some of it. Most of, most it, of it. Because some schools are using it in recruiting and they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this there's a school that I grew up very close to. That offered oh, you go way. Up? I grew up in Waco. Oh, okay. I, okay. That offered way more money, surprisingly, than any other SEC school. So you grew up um, close in proximity. Oh yeah, right. I'm fair, doing, fair I did enough. everything in Waco. Fair enough. And so, so a school near Waco. Yeah. Uh, no, in Waco. Oh, in in Waco, <laughs> so, that plays football. In okay. What happened? So then there's other schools not very far, in this conference that everybody touts, that back then were still. NIL before NIL. And so some of me argue that not we weren't late to the game. Other people were just already doing it. We were trying to figure it out. Right. And so this has been going on for a long time, not necessarily here. And that is absolute zero bias. That is absolutely facts. I've been in NFL locker rooms and dudes be like, time out, time out, time out. Here's what I got. You went to Texas and did get anything? Many of my teammates went through the same thing. Yeah. And we were laughed at in NFL locker rooms because we didn't choose the money. The option. money. Yeah. Option. We chose what I would argue UT. And it's funny because I was like, uh, you know, UT is an annuity. And I was like, I chose a network. I chose a university. I chose the people. Now UT needs to be better in that department. But I said, I chose a place that I would come back and move. I chose people aren't moving back. I promise you, and and these this is my uh, I play with guys who played 
in college station they are not moving to college station with their families once they come once their careers are over so you chose to be a lifetime longhorn exactly with the network and the alumni and austin and all and the education and all those things as opposed to a quick check and you're going to not ever look back on that which by the way the people who chose that kudos i mean that's yeah do what you got to do everybody's story is different and some people need that now and that's they they do yeah and and every family is different yeah every family has their own story it's nil so fascinating to that perspective but that's what i chose that's what a lot of my teammates and we won a national championship and so it clearly was the right choice for us but nil is wild it's crazy it will be figured out we hope I don't, know. I don't know if it's going to be figured about NAAC. No, not NAAC. NCAA. <laughs> Come on now. We got, That's got, the other podcast. That's the other whole thing. NAACP is a whole nother uh, situation. That's a different podcast. But um, the NCAA. The toothless NCAA. The, and so, but again, man, it, it's, it's crazy what's going on now with all of it. And I think you have to do it and do it right and be measured and sure. take care of your student athletes and that's male and female and 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 it'll work itself out so um that's where i am on the on that and, and it's funny because some people ask me all the time oh my gosh you'd have made so much money well first of all do your research i actually went baseball first so i was kind of nil before nil right um i did it the way i did it and um but I came back to school and wanted my education. So there's ways to do it right. And um, and, and I think we figured it out. I think we're going to do well in that department with the heart. And it was cool about the way we went about it, you know, in a very longhorn way is the pancake factory and all of that. There's philanthropic perspective. There's, there's so many great ways that we're going to do it. We're going to take care of the student athlete, but guess what? We're going to give back what we're doing. Andrew Jones with his charity that oh, oh, 10% yeah. of his, yeah. You know, 10% AJ, of his is going AJ, to cancer research. AJ like, and my, on so many levels, and, and AJ would appreciate this. Not that he would kill me in basketball every single day, but you're, we're critical of him. He is the poster child. He should be the poster child of all things on so many levels of a Longhorn. Uh-huh. Um, what, what he means to Longhorn Nation, what the perseverance on so many levels. I, I was talking to, you know, my daughters the other day and I was like, you know, he beat, you know, leukemia. He, yeah. And again, and, and just talking about that and they were like, what? He had cancer? And on so many levels, he doesn't talk about that all the time. He, he He's an advocate and he humble. does a great job. He's super humble. But um, yeah, AJ's a man. He can barely really walk. Pretty. Like the videos. Oh, you of him remember those videos? People forgot about. He got when down to like he looked the, like eighty pounds. When you and... see him still a ball versus Kansas and go dunk it, yes. you forget yes. when he had a two. He could barely when shoot. he was yeah. sitting there doing layups, just yeah. barely bouncing a ball, yeah. trying yeah. to shoot it like right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right under the basket, just yeah. trying to make basket. So, he's a yeah. hero. Yeah, he, he really is. No, no, I love that man. Like, so I agree with you, Texas. Look. I think one of the things Texas has done really well is they know where the line is and they know how to tiptoe up to that line and they got the legal power behind them and the legal brains behind them to work within the rules that are given. Listen, we could operate in the gray area, but it's always a legal gray area. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that's something Quan, to your point, I agree with you, man. I I was the first person to say, and from a, (laughs) from a logistics standpoint, Texas was way behind the ball with the NIL. 
They had the leverage program and they didn't do shit for two years. Their back end <laughs> system was a mess. The way to track everything was a mess. But I am proud and glad that Texas was paying attention to the rules that were coming out. And let's be clear, the rules are different for NIL. Well, so that's what I'm about to say. Were, were they state. a mess or was the rules a mess? Yes. Yeah, because I because <laughs> no, the answer is yes. Because the truth of the matter is, the NCAA still don't have a damn clue. No, and it wasn't about NCAA, but it was about each state figuring out their own set of rules and how the <laughs> university has to operate with recruits Texas in Texas versus recruits outside of Texas. Um, but you brought up a really great example: the Pancake Factory. Listen, man, if you're going to sit here and tell me that O-line players having the potential to make fifty thousand a year every year they're at Texas, plus donate 10,000 a year mm-hmm. to a charity of their choice. If you're going to tell me that didn't have, we're going to take the Jimbo Fisher line in the sand and say, <laughs> yeah. that absolutely had nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, it. with it. You're a fool. You're an idiot. Of course it influenced choices, yeah, yeah. right? And that's what I don't get about Jimbo's position. Listen, man, you're A&M. One of the, the only things that you have to brag on is that you got an alumni group that is rabid exactly. and has money. Brag about that shit, bro. I'm not even sure why he commented on it. I don't get it. Listen, to me, all it all it signified is where there's smoke, there's fire. When yeah. somebody is working that hard to try to disprove that money had anything to do with any kind of decision. Okay, so now I'm just curious, what are you actually covering up? Do I think it's a $30 million fund? No, that's ridiculous. Maybe over time, but not this year. Yeah, but- Jimbo, when you're working that hard to try to get people to say AM, people are choosing AM because it's college station, <laughs> when historically they have it literally in, every other state. year. Is it showing that? It's, it's, it's I. Right. And right. No, no, look, man, if I'm Jimbo, I'm embracing that and saying, hell yeah, you have more opportunity at AM because we got this money behind us of alumni. You got the most powerful alumni exactly. group. Why not brag about that instead of trying to pretend like that doesn't exist? So yeah, but there's egos in coaching. You know. Yeah, but listen, he, he wants to be about him. I get it. Nobody's discrediting the job that his staff has done, but when you're working that hard to play out that no that money played no role, now yeah. what you're telling me is money played on especially exactly. when especially when they put out the stats, the numbers of how many five stars he had each year before that zero zero one one zero whatever it was, and then oh nil boom a bunch of five stars. highest rated class in the history of all of college recruiting yeah money played a role. Let's just have anyway all so, right crazy I common love- sense is not very common all right Megan That's quickly true. before we move on you didn't give us your prediction for Texas this year I didn't and I love that no. you almost let me get away with no right. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to be the crazy person. Listen, I know. Don't bet on what I say, y'all. Don't <laughs> bet on what better. I like that. My betting record is really good. Bet Megan's betting record is terrible. It is terrible. But here's the thing. I'm also the sunshiny, eternal optimist. Mm-hmm. I think Texas is going to really surprise some people. I think this coaching staff finally has a year to work with their team. They're getting their guys in place. We've got a, a spring and summer Leading into Coach the fall. Choice, Coach Mary, we got yes. some new pieces. Yes, we got some new pieces. Added to. We got G Pat. We got yeah. we got flop sweat G Pat coming on. We got, <laughs> listen. I think Texas wins ten games this year. Oh, I think I wish. I think Texas is in contention and wins the Big Twelve. And I think Texas goes to New York or, or New Year's Eve Six Bowl. Mm. A New Year's Bowl. Okay, I, I'm putting that out. 
All right, good call. Ooh. When the NY6 is. All, All right. right, let's wrap up quickly because um, we've gone on too long. Let's wrap <laughs> it up quickly. Super Bowl is this Sunday. Um, first, I want to ask each of you, what's your, what's your favorite thing to eat on Super Bowl really quickly? Like when you pull up to the Super Bowl party, there needs well, to be what? Is. Come on, Quan. What do you eat? Up? Bring it. What's your My, For the last four Super Bowls, I've eaten wet pills. All right. Casey Stutter cooks yeah. and I go pick up. I support my brother. It's a phenomenal barbecue. Where, where can we find him? South Austin Brody or something like that. Can you order online? Oh, it's yeah. probably too late for Super Bowl by no, now. No, it's not. He what? cooks like crazy. It, it is so good. And sure, it's the barbecue, it's the brisket. And I'm not even a big brisket fan, but I love brisket. It's mm. oh my gosh. His brisket uh -huh. is okay. It, well, his brisket is his plastic fork. What? Worthy. Okay, well, we don't want to give them the info. Let's make sure we order first and then if there's any left, <laughs> then we'll give them So Wit feels cooked by our very own Longhorn legend Casey Studded. Yeah. That is some of my favorite, if not really. Again, I've ordered so it. So that's your go-to Super Bowl. That's my go-to Super Bowl. Right. Nice. Megan. Oh man, for me, listen, I'm a simple girl. Like, give me some chicken wings. Yes. Give me some bomb ass. I like fluckers, but I'll just take a good ass chicken wing. Like, put, it, put it in the oven. Put it, put it oh, in your air fryer. Oh, yes. Batter that shit up. So I'm, I'm in. So give me some good ass chicken wings. And listen, this is an underrated comment. And again, I'm going to get lit up for it. But if you give me a good veggie like platter with some ranch dip. That yeah, just, like, everybody loves up. that. Oh, everybody yeah, no, that's good. That's not I'm in. That, I'm in. So, so give me chicken wings. Especially for super Veggie wings. dip. Give me veggie dip and give me a boatload of wine. I'm in. I'm so in. last, Rocky is not on Tuesday, so we can't have these amazing tacos we had today. What do you like? I'm going to have, I'll probably just have slider. I like sliders, just like grab food, you know, sliders, wings, whatever, dips, chips. I'm easy. I don't need anything fancy. Cover three, I cover definitely two, don't need your 20 layer dip that has guacamole in the middle <laughs> so that I can't eat it. 20 layers. All right. <laughs> now listen. You, you don't like here. guacamole? She hates avocados. I know. Anyway. Oh, all right. Let's talk about Super Bowl real quick. We're moving on real quick. Okay. So the LA Rams are three and a half point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals. The over-under is 48.5. I feel like this is free money. Take the over, take the over. I don't know why that's screaming at me. Take the over 48.5, but LA Rams favored by three and a half. Um, make your call. Quan, you're the special guest. Give us, <laughs> Mr. NFL, Listen, give it. Don't give us get thoughts. all my freaking Bengals fans <laughs> mad at me. I know. Um, I love, Listen, Joe Burrow, he came to Austin. And I remember being on the sideline. I was like, I'm not supposed Swag. to say this, but I love that kid. No motherfucker Swag. special. I love yeah. Joe. I started smoking cigars, not because of Joe, because of golf. <laughs> but I love listen Joe and I love Chase, and they both were in Austin. Yeah. So as much as I love them though, your Titans sacked them nine times. And you have a great D-line, but the Rams D-line is phenomenal yeah they can't pass block so the best i feel like if, if you go all things equal I, I i just feel like ram's gonna be too much so i think i would go over from a 40 was it 48.5 from that perspective and the three and a half yeah i, I take that too that little uh, half just ugh. no i i, I think yeah. the rams are gonna win by 13 dang all right that's a butt kicking in the nfl and again i'm yeah it's just that d line aaron donald 
he has this look in his eye that is and, and that is hard to 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 pass. What do you think about the Bengals offense defense against the Rams though? Because when the Titans went into LA, they shut them down. Like they were begging for a field goal, the Rams at home. You're right. But I think they were grown. I think that the process, uh, you know, oh OBJ and, and I'm gonna be real changed the game. I'm not the biggest fan of him overall. Mm-hmm. I think he likes attention way more than I probably would. But what I've seen in the last four weeks, these things, especially in football, it's a process and it Mm -hmm. it develops and it grows and it matures. I think it's mature between him and Cup and their their crew and and Stafford figuring it out. I think they're gelling at the right time. All right. Go Rams. You got the Rams. I think the Rams by 13. Win and more than cover. Megan? At home. Stafford, your man. You're the guy who led Detroit Lions (laughs) to all those Super Bowls. He's now leading a new. T- oh, sorry, they never made it. What happened? <laughs> you cut Facts. me deep, Rocky. <laughs> All those stats. You, know, you thought I said stabbing earlier. You just stabbed that girl. <laughs> we know you love Staff Stafford. Oh, do I? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Texas boy. Listen. All right, tell us about what you got for the game. All so, right, so I'm saying this through tears and sobs. Yeah, man, I, I got to bet on Stafford. Listen, I, I I am a little bitter. That now he's he's showing up and balling out. But are you surprised? No, I, I'm not surprised. Listen, he, was he always did good. some. He he ran some magic in Detroit. There were games that he came from behind, where Detroit had no fucking business being in that game, and he brought us back to win a shocking game or to get real damn close to winning. So, as much magic as I do believe that Burrow has, and holy shit, I think this is going to be one of the most entertaining Super Bowls that we've had it's in gonna a be fun. long time. It's going to be fun, yeah. As much magic as I know that Burrow is going to conjure and bring up, I think Stafford still has the experience and has the experience with a really bad team to be able to come back and 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 win a game that whew, they might be out of normally. So. Yeah, man, I'm Quan. I'm with you. I've I've got to take the Rams. Um, I agree with taking the over. I'm not gonna say 13 though. I think you need to calm it down a little. <laughs> I think this is gonna be a back and forth game. It's a home game. I, I two years in a row. By the, I guess yeah, it. this is wild. It is. But I'm gonna say Stafford comes in, takes the game. I think Rams win by six points. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a good game. It's going to go down to the wire, but I think ultimately experience plays out and Stafford have an experience being on a really shitty team. Sorry, Detroit. I love you, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to play out and win over and uh, Burroughs Cinderella story comes to an end for this season. So Rocky. All right. Us, um, I say bust out the cigars, Joe Burrow. Bingles. <laughs> why not who cares no. <laughs> bet your bet your house bet sure why not Bengals all the way i mean if they went into tennessee and survived nine sacks why not who cares let's go Bengals. i'm gonna be cheering for them because i look better in orange than yellow no, okay. no i'm just at least kidding. my team lost in the super bowl chat. no yeah no i'm not whatever i go joe burrow be the first quarterback to win the Heisman a national championship and Super Bowl. Super Bowl. All right. That would be badass. And it was almost Derrick Henry this year, but that's okay. All right. So wrapping up, congrats, Westlake. You whooped the crap out of oh, Lake, Lake Travis, Travis tonight. 62-37. They were supposed to be the number Local. two team in the district. 
Westlake secures the district. Good job, boys basketball. All right, let's wrap it up. I'm Rocky. Thank you so much, Quan, for joining us tonight. You're the best. We love you. And you get you drop so much knowledge on everybody. All right. And I'm Megan. And y'all, we are fire the cannon.